0: Welcome to a special bonus episode of King's River Life's Mystery Rats Maze podcast, where we share with you mystery short stories and first chapters of mystery novels read by local actors. This episode features an excerpt from One of Us, a brand new mystery novel written by the executive producer and director of this podcast, Lori Lewis Ham. It's read by local actor Casey Ballard. If you'd like to help support this podcast, listen for details in the closing of this episode on how to become a patron and get some fun perks.
1: One of Us. Prologue. Two years ago, I was fed up with other people controlling my life and ignoring me. And I was fed up with trying to please them. I wanted to be more like my favorite TV character, Blair Waldorf. She always seemed to come out on top, and she was brilliant at manipulating people. I wanted to be more like her. Blair didn't care about pleasing others. She cared about the one thing you can control, making people fear you. Chapter 1 I couldn't believe that I was moving to Fresno. Seriously, Fresno? I was leaving my wonderful little California coastal town of air to move to Fresno. But then life hadn't left me any other choices. My roommate, Lindsay, had gotten married and moved her black cat rescue to Sacramento, and I couldn't afford the house on my own. My publisher had dropped my book series, so I essentially no longer had a job. Sure, I had a community podcast, but that wasn't paying the rent. Life sucked. I was starting all over again at 35. The reason I had chosen to move to Fresno was because my cousin, Stephen Carlucci, had a spare room, which he said I could have for as long as I needed. Stephen had just moved into a house in the cultural oasis of the desert that is Fresno, the Tower District. He also had his own private investigation firm, where I could work if I couldn't find anything else. So I had turned the house and air over to a renter. I wasn't about to sell it. What if someday I could come back? And if I was ever desperate for money, I could probably get a bundle for it. In the meantime, the rental money would provide me with at least some money to live on while I figured out what to do with the rest of my life. My small animal rescue was now disbanded. All of my hamsters, rabbits, and pet rats had been placed with ratty rats rescue in the Bay Area. All except for Merlin, my beautiful blue Dumbo boy. He was the one that had converted me to a love of pet rats. Merlin was going with me. If wild rats are the only kind of rats you know about, you are missing out. Domesticated rats are awesome pets, and Dumbo rats, well, they don't even look like the same species. Think big ears like Dumbo the elephant, and a furry little animal with a much rounder face and smaller nose than your average rat. I have learned to love all pet rats, but Dumbos are flat out adorable. If they can't win a person over, then they're hopeless. I took a deep breath and tried to focus on the positive. At least I was moving to the Tower District, easily the place with the most character and the most theater in the entire town. That was some consolation. The Tower District was the only part of Fresno that I had enjoyed spending time in when I visited Stephen, and the brief time after college when I worked for his PI firm. A yellow BMW M3 pulled up in front of the house and outstepped my tall, handsome cousin. He had always had great taste in cars. Stephen flicked a stray lock of blonde hair from his eyes as he headed my way, and I nearly laughed. Stephen had been doing that since we were teenagers, and the girls always loved it. It probably started out as flirting, but was so much a part of him now that I doubted he even realized when he did it. Hey there, Roxy. Ready to head to beautiful Fresno? Oh, yes. I'm thrilled and can hardly wait to get there, I answered, each word dripping with sarcasm. He laughed. It's not really all that bad. Granted, it's no coastal town like air, but it has its own charm. Stephen had actually just returned to the area himself a couple of months ago. Before that, he'd spent three months in Europe, trying to get over losing the love of his life, Alex, to another man. Now that she had moved to Santa Cruz, he was ready to return home. Did you have any business left after leaving it in David and Tommy's hands for all those months? I asked him. David Lawrence had been Stephen's assistant for years, and Tommy Walters was, ironically enough, Alex's little brother. After getting tired of being on the road with his musical family, Tommy was rebooting his life as a P.I., I'd met him last year, and he was cool. When Stephen returned to the valley and bought the house in the Tower District, he let Tommy have his apartment in Donlin, 30 miles away. Stephen had also opened up a second office in Fresno. We headed toward the house to grab the last of my stuff and Merlin. Tommy is actually a natural. They did fine. Granted, they don't have my connections to organized crime, but then that's not always a plus. A darkness briefly crossed Stephen's gray eyes as he thought about his mobster father, my Uncle Antonio. Uncle Antonio was now firmly entrenched, once again, in the San Joaquin Valley crime scene after several years of a supposed retirement. Well, we can't help who we have for family. My father had been in the family business as well. However, as far as I knew, it was always on the fringes. He had run the family winery in Paso Robles, that is until he and my mother were killed in a car crash when I was 15. They were the one perfect couple I'd known in my life. While it was horrible to lose them, I was glad they had gone together, and I liked to believe they were together in heaven, or whatever came after death. We grabbed my suitcases and tossed them into Stephen's small trunk. I put my well-worn copy of The Once and Future King into my purple messenger bag with Scooby-Doo on the flap, put my Excalibur replica sword and collectible set of Sherlock Holmes books on his back seat, then took Merlin and his travel carrier and slid into the front seat. So much could be said about me by looking at what I'd just brought out to the car. Let's get headed to hell. Stephen laughed as he got into the driver's seat. Now, cuz. Don't be dissing my town, though it may feel like you're in hell during the summer. And, well, it is summer now. He looked over his shoulder and shook his head. I can honestly say I've never had a sword in my car before. You couldn't have packed that in the moving van? I raised an eyebrow. I saved forever for Excalibur. No way I'm trusting it to movers. My obsession with Camelot had led to my learning how to use a sword in college. I used it as an outlet for my wilder, darker side that had gotten me in trouble as a teen. Two years ago, I'd saved up enough money to finally purchase a replica of Excalibur. It was one of my most precious possessions. It was heavy, and I'd worked up some nice arm strength, practicing with it by sparring with my friend, Lucas Shum, who has a sword of his own, though it isn't Excalibur. Stephen smiled and shook his head. You have been hung up on King Arthur and Camelot ever since we were kids. I shrugged. Blame it on my parents taking me to see the musical. I had fallen in love with that whole world when I saw the musical as a kid. And with Lancelot. It wasn't long until I was reading every King Arthur book I could find. Then I discovered the once and future king, and that had become my constant companion. The one positive thing the Mafia world had going for it was honor. At least in the old days. And I think that was one of the things that had drawn me to Camelot. The idea of honor had become very important to me. It still was. Let's get out of here.
0: This reading of One of Us was produced by Kings River Life and directed by Lori Lewis Ham. You can learn more about this book and the author on her website mysteryrat.com. If you would like to help us be able to continue to bring you more mystery fun, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kingsriverlife. Even one dollar a month can make a difference. We also have some cool merchandise available on Redbubble, Check the show notes for the link and for the links to our websites and social media. Subscribe to our podcast to make sure that you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter for bonus content. If you enjoy this episode, please rate or review it as this helps make us easier to find for others. Until next time, this is your announcer wishing you a life full of mystery.